And this is Friday, August 20th, and we're continuing with the theme that we had yesterday, just to dig down into it a little more. Diane Comp, that's her name, is a medical doctor and a writer, and she published a book entitled The Anatomy of a Lie. In her book, she explains how she came to write the book and what she learned about honesty. As a writer, she had traveled to Europe where she hunkered down to study and to write in an old Austrian castle. While there, she noticed the cast in the castle library, there was a volume dating back to the U.S. Civil War, written by a man who was a member of the Union Army. This man had been taken prisoner. This man wrote a book. His name was Clay Trumbull, and the title of the book was A Lie never justified. It tells the tale of his struggle to free himself from the bondage of his captors. It seems that one day some of the other prisoners were with him, and they concocted a plan for their own escape. But as this man listened to the plan, he realized that in order for the plan to succeed, he or one of the other men would be forced to lie to one of the guards. And he refused. Well, the other soldiers just couldn't believe it. Why would he not lie to escape from the hands of the enemy? But this man reasoned that in war, the enemy could be killed. God's word allowed that. But nowhere was a person given the right to lie, even in war. God forbids such lying in the Ten Commandments. Now back to Diane Comp. As she pulled this book off the shelf and she read it, she began wondering how it ended up in a European castle. But she was also cut to the heart. Just before she was to leave the United States, she had to take her dog, her dog named Babu, to be boarded while she would be away. And when she called the kennel, they asked her if her dog was up to date on all its shots. Yes, she had lied. She said yes, because she was in a hurry, and she would not have had the time to get her dog to the vet. Then when she took the dog to the kennel, there was a sign that says, said, If your dog is not immunized, we will do it at your expense. Diane saw the sign and realized she didn't need to lie before, but she couldn't bring herself to tell the truth then either. After all, how would she look if she admitted she just told a bald-faced lie? Her pride pushed her into another lie. Now we return to our text from yesterday to take another look at how we make our worlds with our words. Numbers 31-2 Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes of the people of Israel, saying, This is what the Lord has commanded. If a man vows a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Now, the text has a very interesting way of talking about making a vow. It says that we bind ourselves by pledge with what we say. Yes, when we speak our words, we're putting ourselves out there, putting ourselves on the line, you might say. And so we rise and fall with our words. If we do what we say, over time, trust in us grows, and we grow. But if we do not, then trust in us fades, 
and we do as well. So imagine what happens when we make a vow that we do not keep, when we tell a lie instead of speaking the truth. The very fabric of our world unravels just a little, and we begin to unravel with it. Who are we if our word is not good? Who will we become to others when our word cannot be trusted? You see, in the law of God, the Lord was creating life for a people meant to live in freedom. And a free people require truth that makes trust possible. You say, why does freedom require truth and trust? Well, think about it. If our words cannot be trusted, then force and coercion will ultimately be required. As the Jewish people are heading toward the land, they're going to require truth to walk together. You see, freedom depends on people keeping their word. As trust is eroded, our relationships are eroded, and they're destroyed as well. And then what will our society, our community, be built upon? Again, we'll need force, and where force is used, people cannot really be free. Maybe that man in the prison, in the prison camp, was getting at something important and the reason God commanded his people not to lie. Now, likely we can think about a time when a lie seems to be justified, perhaps to protect the life of someone. But our default must always be the truth, which becomes the glue for a free people, the means to cement trust and build community. I'm not sure we think that keeping our word is this important, but it is in the building of trust person to person that relationships are formed and free people can come to live free. It's knowing your doctor is keeping her word. Your auto repairman can be trusted that enables you to live each day. Now, of course, those in Christ know the truth of this because our faith rests on a truth from God, the one that can never lie. We rest secure in his love and his promises because of Jesus, because the word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth. Yes, that was the thing about Jesus. He explained that if we knew the truth, the truth would set us free, and we would be able to come from darkness into light. Let's pray. Gracious God, each of us have been hurt by words, words falsely spoken and promises broken. We know the pain of betrayal and dishonesty, only you can make it possible for us to live as people of truth rather than of the lie. Promise us your wisdom and your Holy Spirit that we might order our lives based on the word you have spoken to us. That we might be bearers of your truth as well. For we pray in your name. Amen.